Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Galatians says we're redeemed from the curse of the law that has to do with death, sickness, and poverty, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that's us, through Jesus Christ. So we've been redeemed and we've got the blessing of Abraham. Now, uh, real quickly, I want you to turn to Genesis 12. Well, I'll I'll really read Genesis 11 first, uh, 31 and 32. And Terah took Abraham, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah, his daughter, daughter daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan, and they came into Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Now, I want us to look at this. Here is a picture of Abraham and his family. And it's so interesting to me. Do you know what Terah, uh, that name Terah, his father, do you know what that has to do with? That has to do with delay. His name meant delay. So as long as Abraham uh, was with his father, he was going to be delayed. There are times and situations in our life that when there are connections that are there that God is trying to change, they will delay us until we get in the right position for his increase and for his blessing. And he goes on to say, here that they were in, um, they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees. Now, it's really interesting to me that Ur is, um, it's in Iraq, and there they worshiped the moon gods. And, and, and really, uh, this is where, in this place is where pagan uh, uh, worship and rituals actually began in the Chaldees. And so what God is trying to do is move Abraham out to a place where he can bless him. Now, you may be in a place where God can't bless you. I can't tell you that. Only you have to. I don't think everybody's there, but I think Abraham was there, and so I think we can be in places where God cannot bring his blessing into our life because what's around us. Now, it could be our family. I know many times... uh, when we went to California, I wouldn't have said nobody fought us. My, you know, my mom, my uh, siblings, you know, Eddie's parents or, you know, it wasn't anything like that. But for some reason, we had to be separated out and, and, and go to a different spot. Now, am I indicating here that everybody in this place, that, no, I don't think that at all. I, I'm just saying but, but sometimes you do have to separate yourself from situations, from people that might be around you. Uh, you know, it could be friends. I, I know that God has taken me through uh, friendships and relationships, and I've had to sever things. I remember that we were in a Bible, stu- a Bible study. 
with, with these uh, two couples, and I really loved them. I was friends. I, I worked with a lady. We were Christians, and, and we loved the Lord. But, you know, when we started getting into the spirit-filled life, they were so anti, both of them. And, I mean, every Bible study was a clash, and every, you know, it got to where relationships and when we'd hang out and, and, and eat together and all that, you know, the clash was there, and so there had to come a separation. You understand? Understand what I'm saying? Because I made a determination and Eddie made a determination that we were going to walk the spirit-filled walk, no matter what anyone else did. So we had to say bye-bye to that relationship with both of those couples, you know? So sometimes that's necessary. And he goes on to say, in the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. Now, this word Haran, you know what it means? Parched and dry. So Abraham was delayed by his family and he was living in a land that was parched and dry. And God wanted to take him into Canaan where he, there would be uh, uh, just milk and honey flowings. And you know what that means, blessing, increase and prosperity. And so we wanted to take him out of that. And so he wants to do the same for his children today. And then you look over here in chapter 12, verse number 2 in the Amplified. I will make of you a great nation. See, this is after Abraham obeyed and got away from the family and got away from, you know, the place where he was living. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Isn't that, I love that. It's so descriptive, isn't it? And make your name famous and distinguished. Can you believe that? Some people would say, well, that's not God. Well, that's what the Bible says. That your name would be distinguished and famous. So that's okay if God wants to do that to you, don't you think? Now, we don't strive for that, but if he wants to do it, sure. And you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. In other words... You get blessed, God increases you, he prospers you, and then what happens? Well, that's just the end of it. I, you know, I'm going to buy me a boat, and I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to buy me a house, uh, you know, in Florida, or maybe I'm going to take a trip to Hawaii, you know, and blessings like that. God bless you. If you can do it, do it. But you got to remember, he said, I'll bless you, and you take some of that blessing, and you share it with others. Be a blessing. And, and, and I like what the scripture says um, uh, in the New Testament. It says, be mindful to be a blessing. Every day, I try to think of something, that, uh, you know, how I can bless people. I was in line the other morning. Uh, I was going to get me a biscuit, a good biscuit in the morning. Bacon biscuit or egg biscuit or whatever. Doesn't that sound good right now? Some of you, Maybe. But anyway, so I'm, I'm in line, and, and I, just, I just have this thought. I'm not saying the Holy Spirit, God said, I just have this thought. And I'm thinking, I look in my mirror, and I see this woman behind me. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just going to pay for her breakfast this morning. I'm going to be a blessing. And that scripture, be mindful, because that comes to me many times. And so, you know, I told the lady at the window, I said, um, I want to pay for the lady's breakfast behind me. And she said, 
you do? And I said, yes, I do. She said, God bless you. That's such a nice thing to do. And I knew even though the, the woman got blessed behind, the, the cashier was blessed because I guess she saw somebody do something kind for someone else. And, you know, look for opportunities to be a blessing. Dispense the blessings to others. Let it flow through your life. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, you know, something where you spend money. But don't be afraid to do that. But there's all kinds of things that you can do for people. I know um, I, I was at the subway. And, and this gentleman um, uh, just stood there, and I was quite a way off, and he just stood there and opened the door for me. And I thought, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And I was very thankful for that. So there's all kinds of ways that you can bless people. So Abraham was blessed to be a blessing. And so what we do is we, in turn, we are blessings too. Amen? Now... There are things that block in our life, and I've got about 10 minutes. Will you give me 10 minutes? I'm going to get into some of the blockers. There's things that block your increase in your life. Now, to block means to bar, to be a barrier, to have a hindrance, obstruction, or to shut out. Proverbs 4, 10 through 12 in the Contemporary English Bible says, My child... If you listen and obey my teachings, you will live a long time. I have shown you the way that makes sense, and I have guided you along the right path. Your road won't be blocked, and you won't stumble when you run. And so God promises here that your road won't be blocked. Last night, a group of us girls, we, you know, we determined we're going to go walking and then go get a bite to eat. So, you know, we um, go out to the park and we're ready and it starts storming and raining and, I, you know, the, it was awful. And so, well, we had to hop in the car and get another plan. And so we were headed to my house. And as we were headed to my house, you know, I get almost all the way and, and there's a police car across the road, both lanes. And so I have to get all the way down there, back up and turn around. The road was blocked and I couldn't get where I needed to go. So I had to turn around and go the long way. It was just a mess. I hated it. You know, it took me probably 15 minutes longer to get home. And I don't like that. I wanted to get there. You know what I'm saying? And so many times our prosperity is blocked. And so we need to understand maybe why. And we look at these increased blockers. Amen? Number one, uh, a blocker could be irresponsible responsible finances and decisions. Now that sounds like, well, yeah, duh. But people don't think that way. They don't, you know, God, why are you not blessing me? God, why are, you know, why is this happening? And why is that happening? We have to look at our life and we have to see, are we really being wise in what we're doing in our financial situation? Do we overcommit ourselves? You know, the house that we're living in, is it above our means? You know, I found out a long time ago with a car or a house, don't overdo it. And you know why? Because after a little while when the new wears off, it's like, forget it. I don't care about that anymore. Give me a smaller house. You know, give me a less expensive car. 
you know, that you can make the payments on and, and live comfortably. You know what I'm saying? So we do irresponsible things. I see people, and over the years I've seen it many times, I see people and they get in financial trouble and, uh, you know, then they start blaming God or then someone else, they'll get in financial trouble, not making it, can't make the payments that they need to. And then they get uh, so-called faith. And the faith is, I'm going to hint to you, and I'm going to tell you what my need is, and then I'm going to expect you to meet it. And then if you don't, I'm going to get a little stronger with that. Now, God wants you to do that. God can tell me when I need to do something for you. He doesn't tell you to tell me. You know, if somebody is like that to me, I just go the other way. It's like, I'm going to help somebody who's got some wisdom and he'll do the right thing with it. You know, not get their self in trouble. Now, God's got mercy even at that. He's got mercy. I'll just tell you that. But we can get ourselves in a mess and then, you know, we think everybody else ought to bail us out. But God will get us out if we'll do it his way. Amen. So a, blo- a blocker could be irresponsible finances uh, in the finances and the decisions that you make. Number two, unrepented sin in your life. Isaiah 59, 2 out of the Holmans, it says your iniquities have been a barrier between you and your God. And when it means between you and your God, that has to do with you and the word because Jesus is the word. You know that, right? And so sin can have that effect on us. He that covers his sin shall not prosper, Proverbs 28, 13. But whoso confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. There's just times, like I said, you need to call on mercy when, you know, things are not right. But see, I want you to notice that I said unrepented sin because we all sin. And once we repent, then God gets us back on the right track. You understand what I'm saying? But unrepented sin is a barrier and a block in your life. Number three, disobedience and not honoring and reverencing the Lord. God tells you to do something. He tells you to help somebody. He tells you to bless somebody. He tells you to do this at church. He tells you to do this on the job. And well, you just disregard it. Yeah, I'll get to it someday. See, that's not reverencing and honoring God. When you reverence and honor God, oh, yes, 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 God, I'll do that right away. I'll do that just as fast as I can you know, and not disobey. You, you remember King Saul who disobeyed, you know, the prophet, the prophet told him what to do, go down there and, 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 you know, destroy the king, destroy the people, destroy everything. And what did, what did he do? What did King Saul do? He did what he wanted to do. He didn't, he didn't obey, he disobeyed and he let the king live and, you know, and all of that. And so, God's not pleased with disobedience, and it is a barrier. The fourth thing, I've already talked a little bit about it. Uh, strife, unforgiveness, and offense can, um, can be a barrier in our life. Now, I want to tell you, and I, I, I do want to say this. I'm going to get through the blockers, I hope, and, and do the releasers at another time, okay? But, but I want to say this. When you get, you know, when, when there's an offense, somebody has offended you, or you're, you know, 
you, you're walking maybe in unforgiveness and strife and that kind of thing. You know, the Bible says that when, when you strive, you're taken captive at the devil's will. And where there's strife, there's confusion and every evil work. But what happens many times when those three things come into our life, uh, let's just say the unforgiveness or the offense, what we, we do is we become fixated on that thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, it's just like we're, we're driven, we're obsessed, and, and we can't let it go when we just latch on to it. And see, those things are blockers, and we have to release them, and we have to let them go. How do you do that? You know, in the scripture, it says, I forgive through Jesus Christ. That's how you do it. You do it by faith. But we all must do it. And if we don't, it becomes a blocker in our life. The fifth thing, fifth blocker, is giving in to a poverty spirit. In other words, acting on it. See, the spirit may be, the poverty spirit may be moving against you and it may be working against you. I have good news to, for you. You resist the devil and he has to flee. So you do the right thing and a poverty spirit cannot stay. But if you give in to it and you act upon it, then it stays in your life and becomes what we're talking about, a blocker. Number six, not activating God's word on increase through faith. You hear it, but you don't really do anything about it. That's a blocker. God brings you truth. You need to act upon it. He didn't bring it that it would just fall to the ground and lie dormant, but he wants it to go in to the ground of your spirit and produce. Amen. The seventh thing and the last blocker that I'm going to increase blocker that I'm going to talk about tonight is a walk out of love. When you walk out of love, it blocks the increased blessing in your life. You know that faith works by love. In other words, faith is powered or energized by love, the love that's in your heart for God, of God, and for people. You see, the love is not just to God. Oh, I love God, I just can't stand the people. Uh, we got a problem. It's called, it's a blocker, and you're not going to increase. <laughs> you understand that your faith that brings things to you from God does not work if you walk out of love. So that was enough for me to say, okay, God, I repent. I'm going to love. I might not like everything they do. I might not what they say, how they treat me, but I'm going to love them because it's a benevolent love. It's a giving love even when they don't deserve it. That you, you gave for me and I'll do it for someone else. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.